You're listening to the Doctor's Companion brought to you by InStockTrace.com and DCBService.com. Welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez. Hello, sweeties. <laughs> Today on the show, uh, did, oh yeah, I guess she, does she say that in this? You know, if, I don't think I, I don't think I caught it. No, I think, I don't think it, I don't think that happens until later. Okay. Yeah. But, eh, fair. Yeah. Um, sort of like how, show, never mind. Today on the show, we'll be talking about uh, the Tenth Doctor story, uh, Silence in the Library, Forest of the Dead, um, which is a two-parter from the fourth series of uh, of, of the the Doctor Who like relaunch, the Russell D. Davies stuff, and uh, it's the last episode penned by Stephen Moffat before he became showrunner, um, uh, head writer and showrunner. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so yeah, and there's actually uh there's a lot to talk about with this one. Uh a lot. Um so right off the bat, which I th- this I found interesting, the background and significance of this story is that uh it was it began in um in 2006. It began as a uh, not not a, like as a follow up to Empty Child Doctor Dances, not like as in like a plot follow up, like a sequel. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, it was supposed to be like his next Moffat's next story um, for the following season, and it was about a library in space with portals to other libraries throughout history that were being menaced by uh, angelic stone statues. <laughs> that was the original. That was the original plot for the story. Um, and in 2006, uh, basically what happened was Russell T Davies was like, okay, well, uh, I mean, the library thing's interesting, but I'm really interested in seeing you do a historical, uh, or, or, you know, something with, with a historical bend to it. Um, so why don't you do something like that for, for, for this season? So Moffat, uh, took the portals away. Okay. And put them in fireplaces, and that's how we got the girl in the fireplace in 2006. Mm-hmm. And then in 2007, because he was doing Jekyll at the same time, he didn't he didn't have time to do uh, like he didn't have time to do like a real episode, like something that he could really sink his teeth into. So he rewrote, you know, that short story that he wrote, and he added in the angelic stone statues, and that's how we got Blink in 2007. Um. So then finally in 2008, he was determined to write this space library um, <laughs> story, but he lost the two, uh, the other two <laughs> parts of it. Sure. Um, yeah. So he kind of had to just like start from scratch with the, with the library idea. Uh, so originally um, forest of the dead, the, the first episode was always called silence in the library. Um, once it had a title, this version of it. Uh, but the second episode forest of the dead actually went through a bunch of, 
uh, title changes. Originally, it was called The Doctor Runs, which was supposed to be like a direct, uh, like a direct reference to The Doctor Dances. Okay. Um, and then uh, it was changed to Forest of the Night. Um, and so that was going to be the title for a while. The Doctor Runs was just sort of like, he was like, well, this is what I'll call it until I think of a better title. Um, and then he thought of Forest of the Night. Well, originally the episodes were going to be uh, episodes 9 and 10 of Series 4. But uh, Turn Left, which was uh, episode 11, also featured Donna in an alternate universe. Uh, type oh, right. of setting, yeah. so they didn't want to have two episodes in a row with an alternate universe Tana, um, so they pushed it back to episodes eight and nine, which meant they put Midnight in at uh, as episode ten. Well, because of Midnight, they didn't want two episodes uh, with Night in the title in a row, like going from Forest of the Night to Midnight. So then they were like, okay, well we need to change it again. So Forest of the Night became Rivers Run. Um, which was like a nice little punny thing and, and, and fits because river, river's there and everything. Um, and then that was the title of it all through production until post-production, uh, at which point um, they changed the title to Return of the Dead, uh, which they then... <laughs> really? Yeah, it was called Return of the Dead because, you know, all of the dead return sure, in yeah. the episode, you know? It's like it's like it's supposed to be like a happy pun, like it sounds sinister, but it's actually not. Yeah. <laughs> um and it, but the problem was like like the same reason why you said <laughs> you said really? Uh I that was BBC's reaction and they were like <laughs> you can't have an episode of Doctor Who which is, you know, supposed to be a family show called Return of the Dead. They're like, but it's a happy kind of return. They're like, we don't care. That's not what it means to people. You just hear it sans context. (laughs) Um, So uh, they took the title Return of the Dead, which they really liked, and they combined it with Moffat's original title, and that's how we got Forest of the Dead. Okay. Uh, And it's also important to note that um, as he was writing this story... Moffat was given the reins by Rusty Davies to be his successor. Um, and in fact, Moffat's announcement, like the announcement of Moffat as the new head writer showrunner came on May 20th of that year. And then this episode, uh, Silence of the Library, uh, aired like shortly after that, like a week after. Um, so it was, uh, it's, it was like, it was, so he knew that he was taking over the show, which is why, um, you know, he wrote this episode to include this, this, river character because he wanted to tell everyone like he wanted to like convince fans that they were going to be in good hands um, and that he has a plan for the future and in fact when you watch the episode there's a lot here that is setting up not only like plot elements but also um theme uh with the doctor like how how river is like you know you he was like this legend and, and, you know, he's, she's like literally reading like a doctor story out of a storybook at the end of the, at the end of the story. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's, and, and, you know, that was Moffat's whole thing is like, oh, he's like a, he's like a children's book character. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's the background of significance for this story. Um, and like, obviously, you know, the first appearance of River Song, uh, that's, that's a big deal. Um, and uh and an example of uh of a uh Moffat baddie that he never brought back. Um which is which is nice. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it is nice because um, you know there's that rumor that the uh, the clockwork people are going to come back this season. Yeah, um, why not? Yeah, because why not? Uh, although to be fair, if any of them were going to come back, like that, those would be the ones that I'd be like, well, that makes sense. Let's bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> um, all literally all of the other ones. It's like that doesn't make any sense to bring them back and the angels uh happened a lot <laughs> yeah i i honestly wouldn't have been surprised if they were like yeah there's another angel episode this season um they're the big bad of the finale yeah, you that, guys, that you guys love those right yeah <laughs> you guys love those statues <laughs> um all right so i want to talk about this story i have a lot to say about it uh before we do I want to remind you all that we are sponsored by DCBService.com, which is the site that lets you pre-order all your monthly comic books and collectibles at discounts your local comic book shop just can't compete with. Use DCBS to place your orders two months in advance. Get discounts of 40% off, special discounts up to 50% off. And place an order uh, as big or small as you like. Ship monthly, bi-weekly or weekly, flat with flat rate shipping of only $6.95 every time an order goes out. So thanks to DCBService.com. Also, InStockTrades.com is the site where you can purchase any hardcover or paperback graphic novel collection that's currently in print at massive discounts of 25 to 45% off. And if that's not good enough for you, check back on Wednesdays for new release specials of 50% off every single week. And remember, all orders over $50 get free shipping. So thanks to InStockTrades.com. So, Silence in the Library, Force of the Dead, uh, written by Stephen Moffat, uh, directed by Eros Lin. Um, which, uh, you know, watching this, it occurred to me like, oh yeah, you're a Slynn. I can actually, I think I can pick out his stories because there are, there are certain shots in here, especially establishing shots. He has a very specific thing that he does with establishing shots where he spins around the thing. Um, because they're usually, the establishing shots are usually, uh, like three dimensional models, you know, they're just like CG models. And so he Mm -hmm. just... The camera just sort of spins around it. He does it here, and he did it with Gallifrey in the end of time. It's sort of like his staple. Um, but uh, I think he directs this really, really, really well. Uh, I think it's a it's a phenomenally directed story. Um, and rewatching it this time, it uh, it occurs to me that this is hands down my favorite Doctor Who story. Um, Damn. Yeah, this is it. This is my favorite, absolutely hands down. Uh, there is like no other Doctor Who story even comes close. Like the closest, it's probably um the Doctor's wife. Uh, okay, yeah. But but this this is it for me. Like that the whole sequence at the in at the end of Forest of the Dead. Like those last ten minutes is I just me, just like, just being just an unrelenting crying mess. Because uh, <laughs> it's. It's so good, uh, and there's just so much promise to River. Like River is just such a great character here. Um, it's just fascinating. Like everything that they that that Moffat does with her, um, I love. And uh, there's just oh, it's the, the scripts for these are so tight. Like just so tight. There's so much uh, thematic setup just in the beginning. Like it's almost to uh, an Edgar Wrightian level of. <laughs> of like set up and pay off kind of things. Um, you know, talking about like, Oh, you know, you like, uh, you would like biographies because you, you love a story that ends with death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> just like, and like how he won't let her look at books because spoilers, um, <laughs> and just stuff like that. And it's just like, 
wow. Um, just so tight. And then you look at this and it's like, there's so many ideas in this, which is not uncommon with a Moffat story. But the thing about it is like, there's so many ideas in this story. So many. And I'll, I'll, I'll list them in a second, but okay. there's so many. And yet they're all like connected to each other in the tightest way possible. Like, I don't know how someone even thinks of something like this, this story. Um, cause you have, you here here are the things that are in this story. You have a library planet, you have shadow monsters, you have river song and the whole idea of like a backwards companion. You have, uh, the, the little girl that's, that's the robot. Um, and the alternate reality, you have the face statues, you have the ghosting with the, with the little thing that like records like your last few, uh, words, like words or brain waves or yeah. whatever. Um, you have Dr. Moon and that whole idea, like, like what? Like there's so, there's so many things like those are so many ideas for one story. And I know it's a two parter, but even still like they just don't feel like they should be connecting at all. And yet you watch it and it just, it's the most fluid thing in the world. And I look at this and I just like, I'm like, where did this guy go? Like, and I understand, I know where he went. It's that Moffat needs time, like to write his stuff. He's got to do multiple drafts and he's on such a time crunch as the head writer that he doesn't get to do that anymore. So we get just unrelenting, messy garbage, like the wedding of river song. Sure. Um, you know, something that just makes no sense. There's cool ideas there, but like all of it is just, just so messy. And I, and I also feel like, uh, he needs more two-parters because I think he does really well with two-parters. I think he just keeps trying to recreate the success he had with blink and, uh, it doesn't work as well. Like you gotta have the story that earns that. Um, I, can you imagine the story as a single parter? I mean, I, yeah, it would be the writing of Weaver song. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So um just oh my god. There's so much so much great stuff in here. This is just a phenomenal episode. What do you think? No, it's it really really holds up. Uh I I haven't like most Doctor Who episodes, I haven't revisited it since it came out originally. Um but yeah, it's just it it this is this is this is the good stuff. This is why I love Doctor Who. Because it's yeah. it's so self-contained in a way because it is kind of it does have a beginning a middle and an end, and it does feel like a, a you know I keep saying like it feels like you're getting a little movie every week because yeah. you have these you have these minor characters that are only going to show up in this episode but you feel for them and you get attached to them, um, but then also like you said this is such a defining episode of the modern Who era because it really does set up a lot of stuff and it really is interesting to go back and watch it now that the book of river song is hopefully jesus christ done uh, actually i don't want it to be really yeah i don't like I, but i don't want him i want i want her uh main plot devicey plot story to be done but like to me that is what river song is now right like, but i don't want her to be so like yeah. i do want her to come back but I just want her to be like she is here. Yeah, I guess it's been so. She's only ever been a character in this episode, yeah. like in almost. I don't want to in almost. I'd have to watch them, but in almost every 
episode with River Song, she is a walking, talking plot device. Right. And, like, and, you know, watching the Moffat era, you could be like, oh, River Song, I don't want to, gee, I want to do it. And then to watch this and be like, she's funny and brave and smart and interesting. And it's like, oh, this is why. Literally, she's so good in this that it propelled everything else. Everything else involving River Song throughout series is like five and six and seven is just running off of the fumes of her being this good in this two-parter. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I do – I think she – I just think that she got more and more of a plot device. Like I think she's she's closer to what she is in this story than what she becomes – Later, like in in Wedding of River Song, in um, the Angel Two Parter in Series Five. Sure, yeah, um, she's a little closer to this, but but the farther away from this, the more she goes there. But I feel like now that all of the answers are out there, um, I I I think there's room for her to come back from time to time. Yeah, and just like hello. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see her meet Twelve. Yeah, like I, I, I think that would be uh I think that'd be really cool. And and you know, and there's the whole thing with um uh Peter Capaldi use wearing his wedding band and like they so like, you know, maybe he is still married to her. Like maybe he still considers himself to be married to her. I don't know. Yeah. Um so uh I, w- I would love to see her come back. Uh I haven't heard anything about her coming back this season though. Yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, cuz like you know, after a couple of years of you know Captain Flirt time and Mister and Mrs. Flirt, it would it would be it would be interesting to see what a new Doctor dynamic would be like with River Song. Yeah, uh, yeah. It'd be nice if they really just had like a sweet like married couple kind of relationship. Sure, like kind of like a long golden pond thing. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really nice. Um, but uh, plus, I want her to come back, and because I just I want her to have an episode. with Captain Jack, like so bad. <laughs> sure, yeah. If there were ever two characters that are supposed to meet, it's those two. It's like River and Jack. Like, come on. Yeah, I, I would. I would watch a spinoff starring the two of them. Honestly, yeah. we'll just watch. Uh, just watch Arrow. Yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> I do. They are both on it, although they never interact, and it makes me sad. Oh, that's a waste. That's not, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what I realized watching these two and uh, thinking about Turn Left and the finale? Um, it's we always we always remember Donna being like really fun and like feisty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the psychological and emotional devastation that Donna Noble survives is almost overwhelming in like this single season. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like she just goes through an in. An insane amount of stuff compared to like like what what's the worst thing that happened? Never mind. I was about to say what's the worst thing that happened to Rose, but I I, I just feel like <laughs> they just for some reason this the season they really just put Donna through the ringer because she needed it as a character. You yeah, know? no, definitely. No, it's just really interesting. Yeah, yeah, they do they do a lot with her, um, and I like the setup of that here. Um, yeah, especially considering. Midnight is the next story, you know, which like she's barely in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like I, I like setting up here and then not paying it off for a couple of episodes. I think that's really good. Yeah, at midnight she just kind of gets to go on a vacation. 
Yeah, she's just like she's uh, getting a tan. She's like at the pool or something. <laughs> the whole episode. She's like, I need this to yeah. happen. But uh, I love, um, I love them setting up like, m- like I love Moffat setting up his doctor, uh, mm-hmm. and just like, you know, being this larger than life legendary character. Yeah. Um, which is something that we're going to talk about a lot next week, I think. Um, but him being this larger than life legendary character and, uh, and the whole attitude that he has of like just exuding confidence. Um, that's all sort of set up here by river. Like river's just literally saying like, so the next guy, he's awesome. He's like, (laughs) and, Um, and there's this fist pump of an ending where he just like snaps his fingers and the TARDIS door opens. Oh yeah, and he did the look on his face, where he's like, "I'm not done yet." Yeah, it's so great. Um, oh, it's wonderful. One thing that I—it's interesting watching this again. Um, in this in the script, you know what I mean? With Rivers, like, oh, he did this and he did that, and he's got eyes like diamonds, and he's prettier than Cinderella. Like, <laughs> just just hyping eleven. Doesn't yeah. it seem like she's describing an older doctor? Well, yeah, because that's what um, that's what he originally wanted. Yeah, I know. And then Matt Smith walked in, and it was like, yeah. "Oh, like, I guess it's you. Damn it! I wanted a, I wanted a younger guy." Yeah. So you got to You have to. Um, you just have to imagine like she knows the doctor so well that like this she's, is how you like no prize retcon it in your brain is like she knows the doctor so well <laughs> and like she just knows that. He's old in the soul, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you just sort of you just sort of roll with it. Uh, but you know, I you, if they brought her back, Alex Kingston back, she could still be talking about Capaldi too, you know. Yeah, I think it'd be cool if uh, it would have been cool if she uh, talked about um, multiple versions of him. You know, mm-hmm. in like 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 a thing where it's just like, oh well, you know, sometimes you were you were you know cocky and 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 uh, whatever, like cocky and goofy, and other times you were, you know, sweet and soft spoken, and you know, like you know what I mean. Yeah, so like totally. you, you can sort of like Play lump around. them into a bunch of things. Do you have like scenes? I don't remember if it happens in this or in another one where she literally says like, I I've met all of your incarnations, like I know all of them. Mm-hmm. And so then you're like, but this is the end of her life here that we're seeing. This is the end. And she doesn't know uh, Tenth Doctor. Like, she doesn't, right? I no, mean, yeah, she, she, she doesn't recognize him at first. Well, or or does she? Does she? Or does she? And then she's like, but he, hmm, I don't know. Because like, remember, cause I remember he had to convince her that he was the Doctor, right? Is that what happened? I don't think that's what happened. Oh, okay. I think she knew right away, but he was just acting weird. Yeah. Because he didn't know her. But like, I, I just, I, uh, I don't know. You get, well, you get this, this feeling that like, this is the first version of him that, that she's seen. That's what it is. Because she has that thing where she's like, have we done this yet? Have we done this yet? And then she like double takes at him and it's just like, God, you're so young. Yeah. And, and so like, I, but you know, oh, no, no, I, is, I've always assumed this is the first time that she's met Ten, like the first and only experience she's had with 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 David Tennant's Doctor. 
Then, like, why doesn't she know that this is an earlier incarnation? Like, this is the earliest that she's met him then, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because, like, it's just... Well, because like, it, it, it's a discovery when she's like, wow, you're so young. It's like, oh, okay, well, you're clearly a younger incarnation. Yeah. Like, do you think maybe she thought he was, like... for Like, when she first arrived, like, maybe she thought he was, like... The next you know, like one, the, like the thirteenth or fourteenth incarnation. Or yeah, something. yeah, and then it's like, oh, whoa, no, you're like the tenth. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is the earliest I've ever met you. Yeah, yeah, you're so yeah. mellow. Yeah, <laughs> I just love how he just stares at her. Yeah, like, just like waiting for like, <laughs> what? What is this crazy woman talking about? Yeah. He just stares at her, like waiting to make sense of it all, like and just letting her like talk herself into a hole. <laughs> um, I and did really like the uh, the shout out to uh, the crash of the Byzantium, and she's just like, "Have we done that yet?" And then like that's the that's the adventure in uh, uh, the Angel two parter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, "Oh, that's a nice bit of continuity." I don't think the other things they've done though. Um, that she mentions, but but yeah. definitely that. I would really love. There's that scene where she talks about uh, the last time I saw you, like you took me out, and um, you had this faraway look in your eyes, and you gave me the, the your screwdriver. I would love. I would just love to see that scene with Capaldi. Yeah, because I think he'd be the perfect doctor for that. To kind of like take her aside and yeah. Be like, hey, this is it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't say anything to her. Okay, he just yeah. he just gives her the the screwdriver, and she's just like, of course, that's why you gave it to me. And then and then you know there's that whole thing where where uh, ten is just like, ah, why would I have given her my screwdriver? And then he finds the thing. And he's like, I'm awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd be that'd be it'd be interesting to see if they could do a sequel to this too. Yeah. No, it's. It, I'm not just, not on any of the library stuff, but like thematically, just, yeah, just thematically, just like a post River's death story, you know? Yeah, like what happens after River dies? Yeah, does he go back and get her? Like, does a later incarnation go back and like extract her from the from the thing? Because uh, all of those other people were extracted from the computer. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. 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 It'd be. Yeah. I'm just interesting. I'm just interested to see what how much of a reboot season eight is me too. Cause like, is it just the next doctor? Kind of like how 10 was kind of just a continuation of the Davies era. Right. Or is it going to be a new era? I've heard it's paced really differently. That's interesting. I'm really, I've heard it's paced like really slowly, like, like, well, not slowly, but methodically. Sure. Just a kind of old school kind of like long takes, long, thoughtful takes. Right. It's not um, it's not as like erratic and, and Whip nonstop. Pan. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard it's it's a much more deliberate feeling uh, yeah. show. Well, I mean, he sounds like a much more like he's going to be a much more deliberate doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to see how like the fandom reacts to it for better or worse. Mm hmm. I'm just so, so ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what else I love about this story? What? The library logo literally being the Bioshock logo. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> Good bit of, yeah. Just great world building in this visually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I really, uh, I just love the whole, God, there's so many cool ideas in this. Just like the fact that they, they, they're like, uh, you know, oh, there's all these life forms on this planet, but the planet's empty. And she's like, there's nothing on here except for books. And then there's like, whoa, is it the books? That's creepy. Yeah, I know. And it's, then, such a- <laughs> it's such a great setup. Yeah. Because, you I, know, because the Vashtarada come from the books, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I I I, lo- I love it. I love when Doctor Who gets spooky. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see who does that next because I don't think anyone has has done it as successfully as Moffat, um, and not not since now. Yeah, like I mean, there's there've been episodes that were supposed to be spooky. Like I'm I'm thinking of the one um, the Dollhouse one. Yeah, the Dollhouse one, uh, the one where uh, Clara, Clara, what the, where Clara and uh, the Doctor like uh, go to that that house, that haunted house. Oh right, yeah. What was it called? Um, uh, where he's like, I am the Doctor and I am I afraid. But go, you're like, go, what is ghost it? Ghost Hunters? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's the one where they make that really dumb Ghostbusters pun at the beginning. Right. That makes n- absolutely no sense. Is that that one? I just remember that's the one where the doctor is like it, it involves like photography. Oh, I remember the Ghostbusters the the like which is like the my least favorite moment in all of New Who, which is saying something. But there's a moment where uh, Ten has like the backpack on in like the second oh, season finale. Yeah, and, and he's like, "Who are you gonna call?" Yeah, who are you gonna call? And I'm like, "Ugh." It's no. like, it's real bad. It's like no. really bad. It's they like, do they do another one in series seven where the cold open is like a Victorian house, and they're like uh, blah blah blah. Like oh, there's there's ghosts, and then they knock on the door and they open. And it's the doctor, and then Clara's like Ghostbusters, and I'm like what? And then like the theme song starts. Oh, it's just <laughs> okay. She just says the word. I, I, yeah, just... I was gonna say. I guess saying the title of the movie is uh, reference. Ghostbusters. Sort of. She she just she opens the door and it's just Peter like, Venkman, <laughs> Harold Ramis. <laughs> I'm adorable. I'm the most important adorable thing that's ever been. Uh, yeah, I hope they tone that down this season. It'll be yeah. Oh god, I can't I can't wait to see how yeah. When's the last time? Because we haven't seen a companion, an old companion, react to a new doctor. Since Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, the the closest would be uh, if you watch those Matt Smith episodes of the Sarah Jane Adventures. Sure, yeah, where Sarah Jane's like, what? Yeah. You're you're different again. Those were always, I like like those episodes. Those were always really fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just love this. I think my favorite... I mean, my favorite. It, it features my favorite Doctor moment. Um, oh, what moment? Time. Yeah, which is the uh, uh, him him realizing that he he saved River and then like racing down there to get her in the yeah. computer. Just that instead, just that blast of hope. Yeah, the blast of hope, exactly, and just like running full speed, and him being like, you know, uh, you and me, one last run, and I'm just like, oh, she he doesn't even know her, and he's yeah. acting like that. Oh, it's just like everything i love about the character yeah and like just something you love about 10 was his, his ability to inspire people yeah 
high. Yeah. It, it I mean, called... Ten's my favorite doctor. I mean, oh, that's just... he's, he's my doctor. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely my doctor. And uh, the fact that, you know, he, he does my favorite doctor moment. Uh, yeah, probably speaks volumes. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah. the the episode we were we were grasping at was called "Hide." Hide. Oh, one of the one worders. Yep, written by Neil Cross. Right, I knew it was Neil Cross, but good old Luther, Luther himself. Good old, good old weird titles. Yeah, hide because it's scary. <laughs> but see, it turns out that. The ghost was the one hiding. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> he flipped it. Oh, I see what they did there. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, remember when Donna like lived a whole life and just watched her husband and child die? Oh, remember when they set up the fact that he has a stutter just so that he can't shout out to her? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my God. It breaks S- my heart. So mean. That's back. I, God, that was when Moffat was a great writer. This is this is just like the guy need the guy needs multiple drafts. Like that's no, the lesson yeah. that I, I think we can learn from this. This is when this is I remember watching this and just being like, This is my dude, he can do no wrong. Bring mm-hmm. it on. Bring it all on. It's gonna yeah. be a gold, it's gonna be a golden age. Yeah. And season five did not disappoint. Yeah, oh season five is great. Yeah. Season five is one of my favorite seasons of a TV show. Yeah. And then it's just there's not even a downhill, it's like the absence of a hill. <laughs> it's like walking off a cliff. Yeah, just like what? Yeah, and it's and it's a weird cliff because like C- series six. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. So if you haven't watched these two episodes, it's 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 only become more seminal in the wake of the end of the Matt Smith era. Yes, it's definitely worth revisiting. Oh yeah, if I had to make like a cheat sheet for people. Uh, about the Matt Smith era, they're like, I want to watch the Matt Smith era. What do I? What do I watch? I, this would weirdly be the first story I would give them. Well, th- this is kind of the prologue. Yeah, exactly. It's the prologue to the Matt Smith era. That's exactly what it is. Um, and, and then it's go, so good. And then you go right into Eleventh Hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that'd be a fun episode. Picking like the ultimate like eleven playlist. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean that's. I think that's part of what we want to do uh, next week. So okay, sweet. Let, 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 let's talk about next week, Scott. Yeah. So next week, um, next week is our two hundredth episode, and it's sort of the precursor to uh, the uh, to series eight and the uh, the introduction of twelve. Um, and uh, we're going to be back on a weekly schedule. Um, Starting next week with 200 and then and then through uh, at least through uh, 212, which will take us to the end of uh, Series 8. Um, assuming that there aren't any, like, skip weeks mm-hmm. during, the, during the season. Um, in which things. case, we would probably go ahead and just take the skip week as well. Um, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well no, because uh, England doesn't have Thanksgiving, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so if it got that far, I don't even know. Oh, you, 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 you mean a skip week in the series? Yeah. In the series. Okay. In, I thought you meant like series in, eight. I thought you meant like if we ever had to have a skip week. Oh, no, no, no. Like, like in series eight. Okay. I, like if there's like a skip week where they just like take a week off or something. I don't yeah. know. Um, usually that's not the case, but you never know. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So we're going to be, we're going to be weekly, um, through to the end of the series. 
Um, and then I'm gonna I'm working on the uh, the schedule, the uh, the post series eight schedule, um, which will add in the Matt Smith era and, and all of that. But uh, next week for episode two hundred, uh, it will be the uh, the new Who Brain Trust. So it'll be me, Nick, and Cassandra. It'll be the three of us, um, and that'll be. That'll be your crew all the way through Series 8. It'll be the three of us every week um, talking about every new episode as it airs. And um, next week we're going to talk about uh, the Matt Smith era. Uh, Just the whole thing. Um, Because it's the reason the show started. Um, you know, when I created the show with, uh, with, with Randy McKinney, uh, the very first co-host, um, you know, we, we, the Craig Kilborn, the Craig Kilborn of the doctor's companion. Yeah. The Craig Kilborn. Exactly. Um, he, uh, you know, we, we, we looked at this and, and, and said like, okay, Moffat, who is our favorite writer, uh, of doctor who is taking over the show. There's going to be a new doctor. It's like a big, just like. Just like a, a really nice like band aid rip of a, a creative a creative band aid rip, um, <laughs> so it's like the perfect spot. So we we started the show with uh, with uh, the end of time uh, part one and two, and then and then led up to the Matt Smith era. So like the whole reason the show started was because the Matt Smith era was coming. So I thought to celebrate two hundred episodes, we should look back at the Matt Smith era. Um, as a whole and figure out, you know, did it work? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Was it, was it a success? What was the Matt Smith era trying to do? Like what was Moffat trying to do with the character and with the show? Um, and, and despite its peaks and valleys, like did it as a whole, did it work? So um, what, uh, so for the viewers, uh, if, if they want to sort of be on the same page as, as the three of us, and I'm also asking for my own sake, uh, what, what would you recommend uh, sitting down and revisiting? I mean, I would just revisit your favorite stuff. I mean, I would okay, imagine. so it's a choose your own. Yeah, I would say so. Like, okay. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch because I don't want to rewatch a lot of it because you know we're gonna start uh, in in your your and I's uh, new who revisits. We're gonna we're gonna actually do them episodically. You know, on the other side of series eight, they'll be okay. added in like this is. Um, so I don't want to rewatch a lot of them, but I'll probably rewatch a few. Like I'll, I'll for sure rewatch um, uh, probably I, at least Time of the Doctor at the sure. very least. I know um, what I'll be watching: dinosaurs on a spaceship. <laughs> and I'm not being ironic. I love that episode a lot. Uh, so uh, so we're gonna be uh, so we're gonna be talking about that. We'll probably uh, we'll probably like you said we'll probably do like maybe like a cheat sheet kind of. Um, cheat sheet to the Matt Smith era, maybe come up with our like favorite episodes. Like if if we were filling our time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe some of our, and then talk about like our least favorite episodes maybe. Uh, and then I really just want to talk about the era as a whole. I want to talk about the companions. I want to talk about, uh, the story arcs of each season. Um, all of that. And then, uh, and then we'll talk about, uh, uh, what, what we've got to look forward to in series eight. Yeah. Um, because uh, we got a, it's a, it's a big deal. Um, Cassandra actually got she like dropped off the show um, in uh, in the middle of of uh, series uh, seven. So like I don't even think she's met real Clara because um, I yeah. think I think the last thing that she watched was like the Christmas special um, where she was introduced and then promptly yeah. died. Which dumb one was that? Was it not Oswin but like? 
It was, it was uh, Clara. Her name was Clara, right? Yeah, it was just Clara. It was Nanny Clara. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think that was the last episode she watched, and then she dropped off because she was like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> sure. So, but she's catching up um, right now. Like she's been tweeting about it. She like she started with eleventh hour and is going forward. And I think uh-huh. she's at. Uh, she's about to watch Curse of the Black Spot today. I think. Oh, yeah, buddy. That's where, that's where she is. Um, so, and then she'll drop uh, off. That'll again. be interesting because yeah. the the end of the Matt Smith era um, will be brand new for her. Yeah, it'll be fresh. Yeah, so it'll be. It should be a really really cool conversation. Um, I have a lot to say about it. I'm sure you do. I'm sure she will for sure. Um, I'm positive she will. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, and that'll be out really, that'll be out like a, like a, like a, just like a week from now. Um, tops, if not sooner. So, um, I have some homework to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to, I, I want to record it on uh, Sunday. So. Um, so that it can go up like early next week. Sure. Theoretically. Um, if you have any particular episodes that you want us to, uh, talk about or like kind of keep in mind, tweet at us. Sure. Yeah. That sounds like a, that sounds like a good idea. Definitely. Like, what do you want us to talk about? Cause they really, there's like three years worth of TV to watch and Lord knows we're not going to, Lord knows I'm not, I'm probably not going to watch a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably just going to be able to watch. Um, I'm really lucky. I have a lot on iTunes, like on, on my iTunes library. Oh, nice. Yeah. But yeah, like, so if there's any episodes you in particular want us to talk about, you know. Of the Matt Smith era. And of the Matt Smith era. Uh, and if you have any questions about it, um, you know, le- let us know. Um, and uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll answer any emails or, or what have you. Uh, send those to uh, tdcpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, and we'll, we'll answer any of those on the show. You can also send your, uh, send your uh, episode suggestions there as well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's it. Go to thedoctorscompanion.us and uh, leave a comment on this post or the post for any other episode. Um, leave a comment. It'll be, uh, it'll be good. Uh, if you want to check out my, uh, my other podcast, uh, I'm doing the mind robbers, which is the flagship podcast of mindrobber.net. I do that with Matt Smith. Uh, not that Matt Smith. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we talk about, uh, things we've been watching, reading, uh, and generally, uh, consuming, um, uh, non-food items consuming um well really oh. just not eating um, although what if you did have a food podcast that'd be interesting because uh, then i'd be a foodie and i would feel sad about myself <laughs> um, as much as i like food i don't want to admit that i'm a foodie um uh and then there's the mind robbers versus which is the spinoff podcast uh in which we take a show that we love or a, a series of shows and we tackle them episode by episode and really take them apart from a writer's perspective right now we're doing the mind robbers versus joss whedon uh we're covering buffy uh we're in the middle of season three right now uh, and and then pretty soon we're going to be alternating between buffy and angel and then eventually we'll get to firefly and dollhouse um so check that out it's called the mind robbers versus joss whedon and then of course uh nick and i's podcast not writing uh, in which uh, Nick and I were, were writing a screenplay together. And uh, before we do that, uh, we record a podcast where we talk about whatever random stuff that we feel like talking about that week. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's like a conversation show. It's good. It's good. Check it out. Not it's called Not Writing, and all of those are available on iTunes. If you're on Twitter, follow at TDC Podcast, so you'll know the second a new episode uh, of of the show hits. Or you can follow our personal accounts. I'm at Scott Corelli, and Nick is at Nick M Jimenez. Yes, sir. Um, if uh, and then if you like the show, please do us a favor and leave us a review on iTunes. We are uh, we're in the top ten uh, search results in podcasts if you search for Doctor Who, which is really nice. Um, hey, look at that! Yeah, but I would uh, I would like to get higher. Um, so uh, leave us some some new uh, great reviews if you already have a review. Uh, update it uh, because you know the show's different now. So uh, I I certainly appreciate an update. That'd be great. Can you take us higher? Yeah, to the place <laughs> where we belong. <laughs> yes, that. Uh, but like most importantly, get out there and uh, be our street team. Uh, new who is coming back? Uh, this is our sweeps. So, uh, <laughs> so, so go out there and tell people that we are still here. And I know that you've left the show because we haven't been talking about new who, um, and you're less interested in hearing me talk about classic who I get it. Classic who isn't for everybody. Uh, but we're coming back, uh, to be the show that, that you all know and love. So, uh, so check it out and, uh, we will be back, uh, next week with episode 200. Bye, everybody. Donna Noble has left the library. Donna Noble has been saved.